Open Revolution now. I am your host of Base News Network here with Sophie. Say hi, Sophie. Hi, I'm Sophie. Um, I run Joan of Arca on Instagram. Joan of Arca on Instagram here with Punk Revolution now, aka Kayo. But anyways, let's just get this episode started. In the second half of this episode, we're bringing probably the news of the century. Sophie and I are going to be reviewing the first half of Alexander Hamilton, Hamilton the musical. Um... Just a warning, uh, there will be spoilers, and I know, like, you guys are getting bombarded left and right with Hamilton spoilers, like, I know it's a, it's big right now, and, like, um, but it's, if you guys are people of taste, I'm sure you've already seen it, and uh, therefore you will be, you'll be fine listening, because we have, people who listen to Base, ne- Base News Network are really culture people, so... Alexander Hamilton. Okay, all right, you know what, let's just get, no, but before... Alexander Hamilton. Before we get into the Hamilton news, yes. let's just start with the real news, mm-hmm. which I guess all of it's news. But we're going to start the first half talking about news, and then we're going to do the Hamilton thing. Mm-hmm. So first to do, Taylor Shift. <gasps> Taylor Swift. Okay, so he's being sexist within, how long has this been going? Like a minute? Can you explain what's so sexist about saying Taylor Shift? You're okay. Well, wait, was hold that up. supposed to be shit or shift? Sophie, <laughs> this is why Base News Network doesn't have any advertisers. Is because you keep cu- <laughs> it's because you keep cussing. All right, so okay, okay. wait, hold on. What exactly? I didn't even I didn't do any research on this. What did Taylor Swift even okay, do? Okay, so allegedly, um, Taylor Swift uh, has a private jet, and apparently she's produced. A ton of CO2 emissions. Um, let's see, 8,293.54 tons of carbon dioxide, dioxide. This year. This year. 170 trips traveled an average of 140 miles per flight. Okay, so this 1, is... 1,184.8 times more than the average person's total annual emission that's a lot okay so this is what kind of shocks me about the story is yeah it's okay so i can definitely cut taylor swift a little bit of slack because if you're a celebrity you know you can't just hop on any old plane because she's going to be bombarded with people harassing her and stuff and she obviously needs to bop around the country and around the world a lot but according to yahoo news which is a pretty conservative news site in my opinion they're saying that her f- average flight was 140 miles per flight, which means uh, that's that's the average, which means she's obviously going to be flying from New York to California, which is how many miles is that? Probably. Let's actually take a I look. I mean, like, she's probably flying, like, even further than that. Yeah. So so that means if, so the, if, that means if of 140 yeah. is the average, that means there's a lot of flights that are, like, only probably, like, a 50-mile flight. Like, literally. It's literally crazy. One, one, one city to the... I don't even, I can't imagine. So anyways, representatives for Swift came to her defense, claiming the singer's jet was loaned out to other parties. Taylor's jet is loaned out regularly to other individuals. Okay. Um, I'm not sure why that makes it much better, honestly. It's weird. Like, like I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it does, I mean. I mean, I, I understand what that defense the Earth doesn't know the difference between Taylor Swift mm-hmm. flying versus some other person flying at the end of the day. Like, yeah. 
I, I get it. You know, obviously, if all the billionaires and millionaires in the world stopped flying around, we still would have a huge amount of progress to go with climate change. That wouldn't really make a difference. It's just a dent in the huge, the bigger picture. But it does kind of speak, to, it does kind of seem to me just like a little bit, um, I don't know, like, I could, you know, like, I like to recycle. You know what I mean? I could easily yeah. just... I, okay, actually, Kyle has a really good carbon footprint. I'm vegan. He's vegan. I live he in the city. I don't have a driver's city, license. Doesn't drive. All that good stuff. Um, and I'm I'm under no illusion. I'm under no illusion that that's not going to stop climate change. But I do it because there's like a, a consciousness in my head that says, you know, even though me throwing out my recyclables versus recycling my recyclables isn't going to be the difference between catastrophe and the world being saved, I still do it because I have a consciousness. And I don't know how else to put it, but. An average, an average. Remember, this is an average of 140 miles per, 140 miles per flight. And this is just in like a year or two. I know. It's like I feel guilty about like the three times a year I fly, anyways, just to like visit family and stuff because I'm like, wow, flying is really bad for the environment because carbon that's released up in the sky. It actually does more damage to the ozone if it's released higher up in the atmosphere. So, oh, this is just since the beginning of the year, 170 trips. It's since January. It's yeah, been so like a full year. that's literally multi, like like what like a trip almost every day, maybe maybe about a trip a day. Wow. So, anyways, I don't know what's going on, and I don't know the details of Taylor Swift. I don't know what alternatives she has for traveling. I don't know exactly, you know. But if I were Taylor Swift, I would drive a Prius. I love Priuses, actually. I think Priuses are cool. Yeah, they're they're based. They're, they're Japanese. They are. I didn't know that. The Toyotas. Oh, they. Oh, yeah, that's right. They're Toyota. In Japanese, you would say Toyota and okay. Honda, Mitsubishi, okay. Suzuki. Uh, can you say Taylor Swift in Japanese? Taylor Swift. Is that right? I mean, it's just Taylor Swift in a Japanese like. If people who understand Japanese know um, how to like, when you have like a Western word or like a name, you have to sort of like change it into like katakana speak or like sort of like the, there's just like a certain way like you say like foreign words in Japanese, and there's like a general rule. So it'd be probably teda teda suifto. Probably. But I also have some thoughts on this, and if I would love to hear if you thoughts. would stop being so, so sexist, you'd maybe let me speak on the matter. Um, I let you say the first okay. words of the right, podcast. No, no, actually, you know, you didn't because you're like punk revolution now. So um, that's not true. But you know, it's okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm being really mean. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. We watched Hamilton. Do you think that was for me? <laughs> you think that was? You think that was the boy activity? Um, no. Okay. Well, there's mostly boys right. in it, and it's about men com- men coming to power. There's a feminist. All right, we'll okay, talk well, about yeah, the. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Don't All right, spoil it. Sorry, I ruined it again. Okay. Let me. Okay. Just tell me your thoughts about Taylor Swift. Okay. So Taylor Swift. <sighs> I hope that I can convey this in the most respectful way, and I really do hope I don't offend anyone. But I. I really am not a fan of Taylor, and I'm I don't like her music. I'm I'm not a whole fan of of really anything like her fashion. I'm not a fan of. I'm not a fan of her. Um, music. Any any music, her vibe, or anything like that. I just and I'm I'm sure I'm sure there's she is she's nice in some ways. It seems like she really cares a lot about her fans and has pretty like historically like reached out and helped out with some things. So 
I understand why she has such a strong fan base who's like very much devoted to her and I and I think that's really cool. Um but I'm just not a big fan of her and I generally find the the Swifties kind of annoying and like they sort of make it impossible to criticize Taylor Swift for anything. Like if you just don't like her music, you can't really say that without them being like if you don't like Taylor Swift, you're ugly, and you just, like, if the girls who get it, get it, and the girls who don't, don't, like, please, like, let me not like Taylor Swift, I'm allowed to not like Taylor Swift, and I'm not, I'm not calling her a bad person, okay, and it's just really frustrating that I can't do that, and I just, I've developed this sort of, like, anger and, like, resentment towards Swifties that I, maybe is irrational, but I just, like, really dislike it, so the, like, kind of evil part of me, and the, the part of me that I'm not so proud to have, is sort of like relishing in this like backlash and this like criticism that she's getting because the tide is turned so that I can criticize Taylor Swift again and not be attacked for it, you know? It's like I feel like she's lauded as a saint and like a like a great amazing person all the time and maybe maybe she's pretty I'm sure like I what I've seen evidence is that she's a fairly decent person. But um it's nice to just have a little bit of a, a fall from grace that she'll easily recover from. But just for a little bit, it's fun to tongue-in-cheek be mad at her, yeah. if that makes sense. And I mean this in a very innocently, innocent, respectful way. So I feel completely the exact same, but I feel it in not a very respectful way. I th- my honest opinion is that Taylor Swift has, what, like 10 albums out? And I've listened to most of her albums because I'm a music critic and my perspective is even though she's been around for like a decade and a half has released all this music I literally don't know crap about who she is as a person because all her lyrics are just so bland all her music is so bland she is a blank slate she doesn't have a personality that so people she's can, a blank space she's maybe. a blank space that people just project what they want There's her to be Taylor onto Swift her reference. I saw okay, okay. But then every once in a while, if you pay attention, if you actually pay attention to her actions and you don't just use your imagination to put whatever you want her to be into your head, this is not the first time she's been in the news for controversial stuff. For me, and I know this is, I think this is like a classic where I see it very differently than than the majority of people, but my perspective is what was it, like five, six years ago where she had this big beef? The, the lawsuit situation or the Kanye situation? I was actually talking about the Spotify situation. Oh, yeah. Because she was, okay, so she was fighting for uh, wanting Spotify to pay artists more per stream. And she was doing so using language as if she was fighting for independent artists, blah, blah, blah. Which, by the way, is complete bullcrap because obviously... Obviously, you, if if Spotify starts paying more for stream, you know who's going to make the most money off of that are going to be the big artists who get the vast majority of streams, like Taylor Swift. So it was very clearly something that was like a direct self-interest thing, where she was trying to fight for more money for herself, right. and she was hailed as like an angel yeah. fighting for the artists it's and stuff, sort of like painting, like using language and rhetoric that speaks to like the masses it's yeah really exactly it's like no serve it's her own interests yeah it's like you you're, you have hundreds of mil. she literally has a net worth of hundreds of millions of dollars think about like how she's like now like recording like all of re-recording all of her yeah. albums and then like releasing the same album basically to make more money exactly which i do understand the situation with dr uh, d- was it dr luke dr or- luke is it doc no i think that's no no that's kesha sorry uh 
Scooter Braun. Yeah. Scooter Braun like has the rights to her music, I guess, or something like that. But, yeah. And now she's re-releasing all of like the Taylor's version stuff, which again, in a very like immature way, like annoys me because I'm like, oh Jesus Christ, there's another Taylor Swift album. I have to deal with the Swifties talking about exactly. Taylor Swift again. Like, please can we stop? Like I honestly would think she was less annoying if like we could just like take a breath and be like, okay. Let's move on. Yeah, let's we move heard on. the Taylor Swift album. Let's wait a year. Let's wait like two years, and then look at another album. Yeah. And not only are we getting a new album, like every like it feels like every month there's like a new Taylor Swift thing out, but it's literally an album that she released like years ago that yes. we've already heard. Like, and this is again, on, this like, is again her using the language of justice for her self interest because her re recording the albums, all she's doing is just doing that so she can. Okay, so this is how a, this is how a, a deal with the record label works. You give them the rights to your music, and then they make you really, really famous. That's how it works. That's how it works with every big artist. That's what Taylor Swift did. That's what all your favorite pop stars did. There's nothing sp- spectacular or interesting or unique or weird about Taylor Swift's record label deals. The only difference is that Taylor Swift's lawyers were smart and said, hey, if you re-record all the music, you can skirt around this record label deal and you can make more money off of it. Good for her. I think record label deals, I think controlling copyright, I think all that stuff is bullshit. Good for her, but the bottom line is, is her re-recording her albums, all it is is just some lawyer bullshit figuring out a loophole to the contract so she can make more money. Good for her, but to please stop marketing it as if it's some social justice thing because again all you're doing is just finding a way for you to make more money and using social justice language as a marketing scheme and she that's what she does and i'm sick of it and i'm I, this yeah. and like here we have her flying all around the and country it feels so wrong to say that too because like if we were to say this online like pu- very publicly like we would be ripped to shreds like we really truly would be like people would be so angry with us and i I don't know I just I feel like this way about stuff on the internet in general but I really do wish I could just like say something like that and like not have to worry about like being totally destroyed on the internet because I think you're right I do I think you're right it's upsetting and I mean I guess that's a strategy she's using is she's using making it a social justice thing so that if you criticize it it, you become a bad person yes you're you're anti justice you're anti-woman you're you're pro record label controlling women etc exactly so yeah there's there's no winning in this situation and and here's the thing i actually do really like a lot about taylor swift i think for her to have as successful as a career she has i do think you have to be really smart i do think you have to work really hard and i mean it makes me happy that like she's made a lot of people happy with their music i really do feel that that way it is sweet i mean people get a lot of like enjoyment out of her stuff and it, it is sweet as much as the Swifties annoy me sometimes it's, it's sweet to see how like close they all are and like the stuff they do it's nice it's cute to see yeah um, it's, it's not something that I enjoy but you know I come from a place of like fandom cringe anyway so like I yeah. cringe I'm like the same way about Lady Gaga and I, even though I know Lady Gaga's music isn't that good I just like, yeah. love Lady Gaga I don't care because it's nostalgic for me but um Another thing that I do take issue with with Taylor Swift, and it's not really her fault, is like the Swift, the Taylor Swift fandom is just like really like, they're like, Taylor Swift is a lesbian. It's like, she's, she's literally not. Like she's very, and I say this as like, a, you know, like a bisexual person, like I like, you know, like. You can pick it up probably better than. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, 
I'm kind of tired of like pretty like maybe she isn't straight, but as far as she's told us and like shown to us, she's a straight woman, but has sort of become a queer, like a queer, like, <laughs> I, sorry, I hate to say that. Like a, les- <laughs> like a lesbian icon, which is really not true. Cause she's not a lesbian and she's probably not even bisexual. Maybe she is, maybe the Carly Kloss Taylor Swift relationship really happened. And maybe that, that'd be cool. But I really do doubt it. Um, she, has famously had a lot of boyfriends. Not that that makes her not get bisexual or whatever, but how are you going to have time to have a girlfriend if you have so many boyfriends? Well, that's not politically correct. That's no, I'm just, I'm no, no, fem- for real. That's not feminist. I'm, I'm just, no, I'm, I'm saying that it's totally possible that she could be bisexual. I'm just saying like literally like the, the evidence shows contrary. Yeah. That, you know, so I do have a little bit of an, it is annoying like seeing like straight people like being dubbed as these like, queer icons when it's like they aren't gay or bisexual or anything. Sophie, it sounds like you've had a lot of feelings about Taylor Swift on your chest that you're finally... Like, we were supposed yeah. to... We, we, we were here to talk about her flying around, and then both you and I just were like, I'm using I it can't as, take it well, anymore. I, here's the thing. That's, I feel bad because it's hard to criticize her without, you know, offending a lot of people. And and I I feel... I truly do feel sorry because I don't... I, I have a lot of friends who are really diehard Swifties, and I love them all. And... I, I really don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. That's just how I feel, like, in my heart. And I'm very sorry about that. I, and I know I maybe I shouldn't be so apologetic. And I can, I'm allowed to have an opinion, right? But if, I don't know. It feels wrong because, like, this is someone that people get a lot of enjoyment out of. And she's really, clearly, really important to them. Um, and I don't want to just, like, shit on their, like, favorite mu- musician. You know what I mean? Like, well- I, I think know, I feel terrible. No, don't feel terrible. I think I think frankly, I feel like a lot of people feel like this, and I think that's why this story has like blown up so yeah, much, and people a good are point. so excited. It's finally an opportunity it's for because people to like voice their this anger is like, and, like a quantitative thing like these are objective numbers yeah you know what i mean like exactly. with other things it's like you can say oh you're just misinterpreting what she yeah, did you, you know? literally can't like deny no you cannot it without deny. like seeing stupid it's like okay cool you know like so apparently Taylor, yeah okay so yeah she's destroying the the planet because she she i don't yeah, know i mean and i think people are because like taylor swift is like kind of seen as like a social justice person now and like a, a feminist and a environmental act i mean like she's you know liberal basically like she's like a she's a feminist social justice figure online and me too exactly just like just like me now um and it is interesting to see like some quantitative like data proving contrary to like what she quote unquote stands for um so yeah that's that's interesting and i i don't know i i do have a lot of frustrations with taylor swift but they're mostly with the fandom and i'm i know there are a lot of like really nice taylor swift fans out there but it's just the collective as a whole just frustrates me a lot and i really wish that she wouldn't be cons- considered a gay icon when yeah. she's not gay or bisexual. I actually I'm, I'm didn't, bisexual. I actually did not even realize that she was considered like oh LGBTQ. Oh god, very much so. Like there's um this like conspiracy theory that the model, she and the model Carly Class, like they're really good friends that they were in a secret relationship with each oh, other. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I I actually actually Kayler. I, I remember hearing about Carly Class and Taylor Swift being very good friends. I did not know that people shipped them. Though. There's uh, well, not only do they ship them, there is like uh, they've collected a lot of evidence proving their relationship, like photos and like oh, secret okay. stuff, and like I mean, I've looked, I've briefly looked into it, and I mean, it's it's 
possible. I mean, it's been in the blind items. If you, I don't know if you guys read blind items. Um, there's been some blinds about it, which I would believe more than like someone on Twitter anyway. So mm, okay. maybe it's, I mean, it's possible, right? But she's not like publicly out as gay. And if she were pub or bisexual and like, I don't know, like it's also, she uses like a lot of like, like LGBTQ aesthetics in her work. Like, um, you need the music video video for you need to calm down. She used like drag Queens from RuPaul's drag race in it and like colored hair and all this stuff. It's like using like LGBTQ, like, I hate to, like aesthetics on cringe, yeah, but no, you know no, what no. I mean, like visual um, yeah. cues. To me, to me, my it's impression. Just, it's just a little bit cringe. To me, to, to me. me, my impression, and this is again like kind of the same deal. To me, it just screamed when she had like that weird lyric about like, oh, we're throwing shade, yes, you know, exactly. something about being gay. It felt like she was just using gay aesthetics because it was like kind of trendy. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And that's just again like her using like social she's media trying, language she's for like profit. Desperately trying to come up with a song that will be cons- like used in gay clubs. Yeah. And like yeah. in like that gay people will love. Like particularly in this in that case probably like gay men who are like, "Oh my god, I love Taylor Swift, the song about like slaying and yas." Like yeah. it's like a song that like I don't know if you've ever been to a gay bar before Kyle, but in those gay bars they will be playing that stuff. So I didn't know that. Yeah. I I thought most gay people would just kind of see see it as like a, a she's phony... mostly she's mostly a lesbian like oh, okay a, but or in a le- i would honestly say more bisexual it's more of a bisexual woman thing to, okay which i as far as what she's shown us she's a straight woman yeah and you know what's okay. let's actually like listen to actual gay people yes cusler people i'm not gonna say that that like are actually good art. Oh god, that's so mean. I'm sorry. Okay, just like anyone who's actually like not straight. Okay. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's really, a lot really, of people out really there like that like gay artists like dot 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 crickets dot dot dot. Just kidding. Um, um let me think. I, I'm a big Angel Olsen fan who's a lesbian. I love Angel Olsen. I think she's also a singer songwriter. I think she's way better than Taylor Swift. Yes. She, she also has bangs too. So if yeah. that's what you want. She's a white woman with bangs. They kind of even play in similar genres. So, like, literally just but listen to Angel Angelson is way has way more interesting lyrics and music, yes. in my opinion. So, I mean, they're out there, okay? And, like, I don't know. I, I know Taylor Swift has some sort of, like, nostalgic appeal, too. So, yeah. yada, yada, yada. I need to stop talking about this. I'm sorry. I just really needed no, no, to no. rant about no, it. No, yeah, you need really to Really needed to rant about it because it was really pissing me off. has been pissing me off a long time. Yeah, yeah. No hate to the Swifties. Oh. No hate to the Swifties. No hate to Swifties. I'm criticizing the system, okay? I'm criticizing the system. Yeah, no, for real. Because I respect y'all. I respect you guys. And I think that things can change. So. All right, well, I was. Maybe this is a wake up call for y'all. Yeah, my my thoughts, honestly, when I saw this whole Taylor Swift controversy about, like, her flying a lot, I honestly didn't really care that much because the truth is, is every... Oh, yeah, I honestly don't care. Every single... That. Every single... That much. Yeah, every single celebrity, superstar, billionaire, multimillionaire, they all fly around in private jets all the time. That's just a fact. Taylor Swift is just one of many people doing this. If she was doing it, then who cares? It's obviously a systemic issue, but it gave us a good excuse to poop on her because apparently you're not allowed to criticize her and now we finally have the data exactly. showing she's a human being like the rest of us that is completely a flawed human being like you and me exactly but her a little bit more and her <laughs> fan base stinks just kidding wait oh, i don't know all right well let's move on to the next segment which is 
Chris Chan. Uh oh. Do do do. What made her this way? Do do. Taylor Swift. Do What is the attraction? Do do do. What keeps us fascinated? Do. So Can what? I finish it? Can I? Do, okay, do, fine. Do, I don't do, want you to finish it. Do, Sorry, okay, you can cut this out. Sorry, it's just so fun to sing. You can cut it out, though. Uh, no, wait, hold up. Sophie? What? Why is Chris Chan in the news now? Wait, who is... Actually, maybe we should start with who is Chris Chan. Well, that's a question that people have been trying to answer for a long time. And, um... All right, maybe... I'm going to be really careful with how I talk about this. Okay. Because it's a very... Contro- she's a controversial figure. She's been sort of mythologized. Um, it's, it's really... I don't think she's been mythologized. I think she's just literally an epic legend. Yes, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I mean, well, it, we I, myth- I have to be careful about how I speak about her because it's, she- it's a very complicated, very complex situation. But um, Chris Chan, uh, she is a internet lol cow, like infamous figure. Yeah. Who it's like create like fundamentally is like the creator of Sonic Chu, which is her original character, a mix of Sonic and uh, Pikachu. Um, she made comics online. She was on really early YouTube, like 2007, I want to say, started there, but um, really early like internet figure, and was basically um, she was she she's autistic um, and sort of was prone to uh, trolls who discovered her stuff and got harassed on the internet and they got her to do a bunch of really embarrassing, like offensive things and sort of trolled her into thinking she had all these girlfriends and she has a ton of lore. Um, and it sort of devolved into a decade of this later. She has psychosis. and Yeah. Now she believes she's Jesus Christ, that she's a goddess, that there's alternate dimension where all of her Sonic X Pokemon characters are real. She believes like, She's just like me. All sorts of... Th- yeah, so she's in this like, very deep state, but the main reason... Um, maybe we don't the have The reason to... she's in prison... We, maybe we should not even say why she's in prison. Okay, she's in prison because she did a very, very bad thing. Yeah. And you can look it up. Yeah. A very bad thing. Um, but the circumstances surrounding that event are very she, complicated. She was manipulated into doing it. She was it. manipulated into doing it. Um, and at this point in her life, she was so completely gone in the mind... Dude, like, yeah. truly, like, I had no grip on reality. Not that I'm, I'm not by any means justifying what happened, um, but it's very. What I, the point I want to make is that it's a very complicated, complex, tragic situation. But the reason that she is in the news right now is that she is officially heading to trial. And I'm gonna be honest, I'm, I'm surprised. I thought she was gonna take a plea deal. Mm. I really did. I, I think honestly. As just a human being watching, and I'm I'm actually starting to to think that maybe this is like the the minority opinion, even though I think it's correct. If you're if you're someone who has like severe psychosis and you also have autism, and you've been like tormented and bullied your whole life, and you're manipulated by uh, an evil person into doing something horrible, to me, I think you don't belong in jail. You you deserve help. You've been failed by society. Yeah. I am a Christian defender. It seems like most people like are so disgusted by the crime, understandably, that they just want her to like be punished. They're very unfamiliar with like the entire story, which I admittedly have like looked a lot into and I know 
I'm really interested in history. I study history and I love the internet. I run a meme page. So Christian is like the perfect like intersection between history and memes and, memes and like no, she's, online yeah. stuff. Yeah. And if you look up, Kyle, go on Google right now and look up who is the most well-documented person in history. All right. Who is the world's richest, I mean, most <laughs> documented Christian in the world? Person in the person world. Person in the world. Christian comes Chris up. Christian comes up immediately with a picture of her being arrested, wow. which was live streamed, by the way. I'm not really sure how, because I haven't studied that. But that's how well documented she is. She is. Um, her entire, like, financial records are documented. Like, people know what she bought on what day for how much. They her medical records are leaked people broke after there was a fire in her house they broke into the, into her house and reco- from dumpsters recovered documents recovered homework assignments from when she was a child it's crazy i love christian i love christian and i'm tired of hiding it i love christian i know she committed a horrible crime but that's because we as a society have failed her I have some sympathy towards her, not towards her actions, but mostly towards, you know, if you look into her early life, you see a person who had a bad family, had, you know, had a hard time in school because she was being bullied, had autism in a time where people didn't really understand how to treat, treat or treat children with autism, how to help them navigate life. Um, um, but she also had a lot of potential because she was genuinely a really creative person who like liked to create her own characters, make her own mu- little music, draw. She liked to draw. She liked to come up with stories. And the one thing I will say about Christian is I do really genuinely believe she is a talented storyteller. If you actually like read the Sonichu comics, the stories are not bad, and they're they're actually like frankly really good and interesting. They're like on par with Hamilton, good. <laughs> exactly. Which is they're a little cringe, but you gotta yeah. admit they're pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Great way to put it. <laughs> I mean, she's a genuine, genuinely talented storyteller. So you know, the the pieces are all there that I think that she could have had like a, a pretty wholesome like life. But yeah. unfortunately, due to a lot of factors, she ended up on the internet and what fell victim to like very vicious harassment. And she lacked parents who she didn't have her parents didn't intervene she didn't have the proper support that she needed and she sort of devolved into this like infamous figure and again she's done a lot of really bad things and she doesn't really learn from her mistakes so when i say i sympathize with christian i i mostly mean that i'm like mourning the loss of potential that's a good way oh that makes really good sense. i think that in her younger years she could have been someone very normal. I, I think like, I think she could have been someone cool, like some like yeah. person on Tumblr making like her little fan art. You I feel like I mean? there's I feel like in the Christian documentary, I remember hearing or seeing a line from either her dad or her mom saying like you can travel the world and be like an inspiration for other people with, with autism. autism. Yeah, that was her father who yeah. said that about her Sonichu comics. And I I do believe that. Yeah, no, for real. It's just unfortunately some things happened, but It's very I don't want to take away the blame from her because, I mean, it is important to acknowledge what she did is unspeakably awful. I feel like it's Shakespeare, like a Shakespeare tragedy. Oh, it's absolutely Shakespearean, for real. I mean, if you guys are familiar with the lore, you know how insane, insane, how well-crafted. There's foreshadowing, there's 
um, symbolism. There's amazing characters who appear and reappear. It's an insanely well, it, it seems like it's like a curated, like well-developed narrative, a piece of art, but it's real life. It, uh, something that could only be written by God. And yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. inc- the story is f- inc- truly incredible and has yet to come to a conclusion. And It's like the movie Drive My Car. sorry that's so true that's so true it kind of is true yeah i mean and this trial is going to be really interesting because christian i mean back then had a lot of people who knew who she was like even before the whole controversy and now people really know what's going on and i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of people trying to get into the trial and i will say i would give a lot to witness it and i feel gross because i feel like being sort of like i'm being voyeuristic and like sort of oh come on no i mean that's like a genuine criticism that like even friends of mine have made i know i know that's how people feel i just really strongly disagree with that from like my perspective is that like this is absolutely insane history going down you know what i mean like imagine like during the oj trials in the 90s it's like oh you're watching the oj trials that's the internet, so it's like the internet's oj it's like no this is this is history it's it's i mean i i feel bad for you if you're like judging yourself for like not being like the perfect social justice warrior to the point where you can't like let the I intellectual know, side let the, let the intel it's like it's an intellectual thing that's it's an, it's, it's literally it an intellectual like, thing I, I don't want to participate in any further trolling of her. And I, I really do hope that like what I'm doing, like my enjoyment of this information or like interest in this information isn't like causing any more harm. Um, so I try to be really careful about that. But yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say that I really do find the situation fascinating as someone who likes history and as someone who is really interested in internet yes. culture, which is a, like a burgeoning like field of study, I think. Yeah, of um, course. Like... One of my, I want to write a book about some internet culture, internet history in some way, some way, shape, or form. So this is really interesting to me. It, like, and to speaks be cl- my interest. And to be entirely clear, I do. I actually do think there is a valid point. There's definitely people on Reddit mm-hmm. who are complete scumbags who just like to poke fun at someone with autism, blah blah blah, completely exploiting the situation in like a really gross, pathetic way. But for me, I just I know you, Sophie, very well as someone who is like very intellectually curious and someone who's like really interested in this stuff that to me the thought of any of it could possibly be seen as like a twisted exploitative interest is completely off base even though i'm sure it is true for some people well thank you i appreciate that i agree though that there are some people who take it way too far i mean the people who like for example back in the day like ran the quickies are maybe more questionable the fact that they like were collecting all this information putting it on the internet like documenting her entire life what are the quickies again the quickie is the okay so quick CWC is Chris, Chris, Christian, formerly Christian, but Christine Weston Chandler, and then KI as in like a wiki, so Quicky, yeah, Quikipedia. Oh, is that like the blog or so the? So that is the, the original. Um, that those are the Quicky forms, which became Kiwi forms. Um, but the Quick, the Quick, um, what Quicky was a like a website. It's this. It's not on Encyclopedia Dramatica. That's where they started documenting her. Wait, do you remember when when you Googled Punk Revolution now and you saw me? Someone was talking about me on the Kiwi Farms. Yes, that was so funny. I was getting trolled on Kiwi Farms. Yeah. Like, I know, poor thing. It's. It makes me really sad. It makes me sad too. It makes me sad too. Yeah, no, there's definitely sickos who like really get a lot of enjoyment out of this. Yeah. And I think it's more. But they're also like the least sympathetic to her too. Like. Yeah. Like they love to exploit her and like. Like they're they're the people who are ex- really exploiting her yeah. and like 
I mean, even back in the day, like tr- truly trolling her. Society yet at the same her. time, call her disgusting exactly. and like horrible. It's like you are also disgusting and You're horrible. You're disgusting and horrible for failing her and leading her but into psychosis. Luckily, I'm in a, this privileged position where I can sort of like reap the wealth of like these people's work. The people who are documenting yeah. all this stuff, who I think are kind of shitty, bad people, but because that information exists now and it's out there and it can't go away, I can't help but be interested to like consume that information, even though yeah. I don't agree with the ways that it was obtained. It's a little bit like a true crime sort yeah, of. Yeah, it's exactly like that. It's very, I don't know, I feel very complicated about, it feels very, I feel very conflicted, sorry, that's the word, conflicted about the situation. Um, but the trial's going to be insane. I mean, like, I'm wondering how it's going to be documented. I'm sure people, I mean, <laughs> I I'm, I mean, like, what if it were, it should be, it shouldn't, but imagine if it were televised, like, the Depp, Herb, her, uh, <laughs> Depp and Heard trial. Yeah. Um, that would be crazy. Um, I don't know. I think, I just, I, I can't imagine, like, what she's going to be like in that courtroom, especially right now that she believes she's a goddess, and, mm-hmm. like, like, it's, it must be, it feels really, like, exploitative, honestly, to have this trial. I think that, like, maybe not exploitative, but, like, I just, she's, I just, can't imagine her like getting through based on her previous court appearances where like before this whole happened because she's been arrested multiple times for other stuff and the times that she's been in court for those things like she sort of like said things that like further incriminate her and put her in a bad position because she's she's confrontational of course by nature because of all these like she she has been trolled so much to the fact that she thinks everyone is a troll so they're going to think she's going to think they're trolling her and she's going to lash out in public and it's going to be a whole spectacle. People are going to make fun of her. Yeah. It's just a bad situation. And she yeah. does. She should not be in jail because if she's in jail, she will probably get killed or like some, she'll annoy someone she so much that they'll beat the no, shit out of her. No. She's going to be in a bad situation. I think the most ethical thing to do is to get her help somehow and get her I mean, off the Internet. I don't know. I don't know enough about law. I'm not a lawyer, but. Isn't it the case where if someone is, like, genuinely, completely psychotic and literally can't even think straight, like, they, they, I don't, not, I'm not saying they're off the hook for their crimes, but, like, don't they, usually they go to, like, a psych, psychiatric hospital instead of jail? You know what I mean? Yeah, I've, but I've heard the argument that, like, she can't be proven insane or that she was maybe in a psychiatric facility for months but has returned to jail and, like, maybe uh, has been found fit for trial, which, in my mind, just seems ludicrous like how can she be fit for trial i don't yeah. know but i I, mean, yeah. I i hope that the jury will understand that the situation and i mean just imagine like who are they going to call in for question like if they call in witnesses like yeah. they could call in the trolls like they could call in yeah they could call in jack thaddeus they could yeah. call in uh, claude cash you know yeah. uh they could call in gino samuels the creator of the documentary like yeah can you just it's just like the most like internet online thing like yeah. this cannot be real you know no, like, I, I get, it's just yeah. gonna be insane i definitely get where you uh, get your point though like this is obviously like one of the very very lowest moment in chris chan's life and a lot of people's lives and like it's being kind of like turned into like a like a super bowl event where everyone's excited to watch and stuff which is yeah. really screwed up but i don't know at the same time like it is it is i don't know I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm making. I just, I just want the like the best outcome in the situation. Yeah. Like I want. I, yeah. I want. And the only way to know is to watch this. I trial. want a, a situation that allows her to get help. That allows her to get offline. Yeah. To 
imagine your most of your life is being recorded. Every single thing you do is being recorded. Yeah. And like documented and scrutinized and made fun of and memed and discussed and you know whatever I mean. Imagine imagine that's your entire life. Yeah. And then you're able to sort of like step out of the Truman Show situation, which is like her life is comparable to the Truman Show in some ways. Like Oh my gosh, holy shit. Yeah. Oh um, my, of course she's having a freaking psychotic break. Her exactly. life is literally freaking already psychotic enough. Like people, I mean, it's like tr- the Truman Show in the sense that like people are meddling in her love life and creating yeah. these fake characters, these fake like people who are want to be in a relationship with her, who want to like make her comic uh, yeah. uh, franchise, like all these trolls creating these personas and literally meddling in her life. Oh my God, that just made me sick. I feel yeah, like, I feel like it just hit me across the head about like, how her whole life she has been just living through such a trippy, unbelievable she's never situation. Had, like, she's had very few, if if not like zero, like genuine relationships with people yeah. besides her parents. Yeah, of course, of course, you're gonna completely lose touch with reality after yeah. friendship after friendship after friendship goes completely an act. You learn that it's a troll or like any anything. So it's like imagine a life where she can just step out of that like door, you know, like in the end of. Uh, the Truman show and just like live a life that is f- the completely like free of all of this. That'd be awesome. An undocumented life. Yeah. A life where she can do stuff and it's not ending up on the internet where people aren't stalking her and like mm. discussing her entire life. Imagine that. Like, yeah. cause we do things all the time that don't, even though we are both like very online people who have like an uh, internet presence who have a following we there are like plenty of things that happen in our daily lives that aren't like recorded or like shared online and like yeah pretty much like all imagine of it. <laughs> imagine literally anything you everything every single thing you did was either documented or literally inserted by an outside like entity yeah. like a troll it's literally the tr- so it's like, terrifying i'd frankly. like her to live a life that's like cuz she truly her own yeah so like the potential you were talking about yes like, there's there was so much potential yeah and I don't know. I I, don't know. I just can't imagine a life. I just want her to have a situation where she's not being monitored and, and messed with. And she can just like live a life that's like she loses yeah. Internet access and she can just literally like because I don't know if you're you're not familiar with this part in the lore. But some of like the best moments in Christian's life were when she um, logged off. Yeah, but like there's a there's an account of her. She, oh, sorry. There's an account of her where she went to um, a gay bar. This mm. is when she was. I can't remember if she was out as trans yet. I think she was. And some trolls, like, either spotted her there or followed her there, but didn't interact with her. They just hmm. watched her from afar. So even there, they're still there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, oh, God. That's so And, like, um, they were there. They were watching. And they described it as, like, one of the, like, most wholesome moments of Christian's life where she was, like, meeting people who had no idea who she was. They are hmm. just people at the gay bar who are nice to her and interested in her and she was having fun and she was just like dancing and having fun, having a good time and mm-hmm. like meeting people. And it was very wholesome. And there have been other instances of this, but the times that she is most happy is when she meets people in real life who don't know who she is. And she's just able to like have fun and like be herself. And I wish that for her. And if she can find that in any way, if she can just log off, maybe, like, find a support group and just, like, make some real friends. That would be a good ending, in my opinion. I hope so. I hope so. And I guess my last thought on this before we 
do the Alexander Hamilton review is, um, and I think this goes without saying, but even though you and I both have a lot of sympathy for Chris Chan, I am going to keep an open mind about the trial. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if there is, like, really solid evidence that, like, okay, maybe she did know what she was doing and it just was, like, kind yeah. of... I will, I'll say, okay, maybe, maybe she's not so great and has to be locked up because oh, she's no, a danger. I, mean, I don't think she's a great person by no means. It's just... She could have been a great person. She could, exactly. She could have been a great person, I think. I think she could have been a very normal, positive person. Yeah. Like, you know. My, my intuition, though, is just that, like, someone who has been tormented so much and is literally so psychotic that they think they're a goddess and thinks everyone is trolling them or can't tell the difference between... Tro- my perspective is, like, that person is... Whatever they end up doing, like, that's... You know, like, they're not in the right state of mind. They don't know what they... They don't know up from down. Like, I can't... I just... I don't Truly. know. I already I already have a lot of issues with the, the idea of even someone who is sane, the idea of throwing them in jail for the rest of their life. So to do that to someone with autism and who's really psychotic and has been bullied their entire life just feels really, just really wrong to me. Yeah. So... We will see. We shall see. We will keep you updated, though, on our opinions because we are not exploiting... Christian, like the Reddit trolls, we are better people. Even though, never mind. Do okay. Do we want to talk about reels or no? We can do it pretty briefly. Oh, okay. We're gonna briefly talk about Instagram reels. I'm sure you've seen this everywhere. Reels are taking over Instagram. Reels are taking over Instagram. Uh, my perspective is it's very simple. TikTok is making a hell of a lot of money right now, and Facebook, Meta, Instagram—they all are doing very poorly in the stock market. For a variety of reasons, and they're like, we need to shift gears ASAP, and their plan, it seems like, is to basically make Instagram TikTok. Yeah. It it just comes across as, like, pathetic to me. Like, wow, like, you have to, like, steal the entire model of another app to, like, keep yourselves going. Well, that's what they did with Snapchat with I know. the stories. No, no, it's just like a, a constant thing with Instagram is just yeah. like taking things from like other social media apps. Yeah. And now, just now I posted about this on my meme account is they copied the model of Be Real. Oh, yeah. They have yeah. like a thing where they're like, you know, it's a selfie, but it's also like, what's, it's like a dual camera situation. I think they call it dual or yeah. whatever. It's like, I mean, really, like, just after you guys were in the press, like, getting dunked on from the protest and, like, all this Reels drama, like, Reels taking over the Instagram feed, you're really gonna, like, introduce an update where you're copying another app? Like, because everyone's saying make Instagram Instagram again, like, bring back old Instagram, and you're doing something that is just another, you're just taking something from the most, like, popular social media app right now. If you go, or at least on the App Store, if you go on App Store, number one app right now is Be Real. Yeah, yeah, no, it's I believe pathetic. it. It's pathetic. It's embarrassing. Well, like, come on. Yeah. Like, I get why you're doing it, and I, I see, like, business-wise why you would do that. It's just really embarrassing to see, and it's like... Yeah. Maybe if They don't if care you anymore. Are, They're just yeah. mask off. They're just like... Yeah. I mean, the, the entire birth of Instagram was literally Facebook buying Instagram because they knew Instagram was a competitor to Facebook, and they wanted to... It all comes back to Facebook wanting to have a monopoly yeah, on Yeah, yeah. And that's what they've been doing media. over and over and over again. And, I mean, I don't know. The, the whole tech monopoly debate gives me kind of a headache because it just involves so many components of thinking about what is property you know you can get really philosophical of like how should the internet i don't know i don't care facebook doesn't care either they're like this is what's gonna make us money boom we're doing it i don't know 
what to make of it other than Sophie's exactly right. Like there is a, a huge portion of Instagram users, of influencers, of celebrities, of of political activists who all are just sick and tired of Meta's just ruthless profiteering, just screwing over companies, whatever. Censorship. Censorship. The whole deal. Violation. And Facebook, it's so it's so obvious. What they, you know, to, to be entirely honest, the entire, if you take all the influencers and all the people who care about influencers and all these people and you compare them to the billions of people who use Meta and Facebook across the board, it's frankly just completely irrelevant. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, so they will, they will smile and say, oh, we really care about you. We really do. And then they'll go inside and be like, okay, so yep. here are hundreds of billions of people, or not hundreds, hundreds of millions of people across Asia and India who are now using Meta and Facebook and, and um, you know, probably now also spreading through Africa. Like, literally the entire planet is using these, these platforms now. And they're like, okay, so we need to expand more. What are we going to do? Um, because that's going to make us a lot of money and us... Um, being nicer to to content creators who live in New York is like literally the lowest priority I could possibly think of in my life right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, like there, it just sucks for like us or at least me who like uses yeah. Instagram as like her prime primary platform yeah. of choice. You know? Yeah, I, yeah. I'm I'm always seeing uh, like lawsuits and political debates about should we break up big tech? And I know actually it seems like Joe Biden's like economic uh advisors and administrators do seem pretty like pretty decently left-wing when it comes to being anti-trust and anti-big big corporations and anti-monopoly i don't know yet if they're they are going to make a big difference i don't even know yet like you know i just i just see it in the news a lot i'm pretty pessimistic i feel like there's nothing you can really do about it and if you even do try to do something about it you're probably gonna somehow make things worse one way or the other but I like to believe that someone out there smarter than me who has like three law degrees and like four computer science degrees can just figure it out because everything sucks right now. I do really strongly buy the the, the argument that social media has made us all unhappier, has made our political system dysfunctional, all that shit. Um, and it just seems to kind of just continue to go down the path of like, What's the what's the point of you going to 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 com- to to grad school, studying computer science, investing all your time and energy in trying to change the world if you just know at the end of the day that Meta is just going to just kick you kick you in the ass. It's very hypocritical. You know, I just see so many articles about China about oh China's having a technology crackdown. There, the, you know, Xi Jinping is cracking down on on big tech companies in China because he has this communist vision. And it's going to dis- discourage innovation. Which, by the way, all very valid critiques of China. It just kind of drives me crazy that no one has that very same critique for what's happening in the United States, where how many tech companies now have like had their had have have literally lost everything because of uh the monopolies just taking everything from them immediately when they start going anywhere oh yeah here's another example um what was it what was it clubhouse on twitter cl- uh, club remember what clubhouse was it was like this app where like people would kind of like get to it was basically uh you know how on twitter there's like twitter spaces 
it was basically like an app that was all just like I Twitter. I honestly sp- don't know what that is. It was it was like it was like an app that was like getting a lot of steam. Like, oh, huh. this could be the new thing where like you know influential people come together and just like have conversations. It was like a social media app where you literally mm. just talk to strangers. I feel like I briefly heard about this, but yeah. like I didn't know it was called that. Yeah, it was called Clubhouse, and then like boom, what happened? Twitter took the Clubhouse feature, integrated it into Twitter, and then now Clubhouse is dead. That's just how that's just how it goes. It's depressing, really. It's just sad. It is depressing, and like I said, like I'm study, I'm someone who 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 got a a bachelor's degree in economics and like reads a lot about this, and it's just too complicated to wrap your head around because there's so many pieces to it, and I don't think anyone really understands it. But how could you feel anything other than despair and frustration, and like this is like pushing our society in a in a less happy direction, honestly. So we will see what happens with reels, and I yeah. the streets the streets are saying I think I saw like a statement that they're like, we see you, we hear you, and like, you're right, guys. We like we messed up, and like we're gonna take some time to reevaluate our changes. So yeah. hopefully Instagram will get better. Maybe hopefully they will understand that like listening to its users is will be more profitable for them. Even though if, I don't even know if that's true, but like you know what I mean. Like I hope I hope they make it better. I think I think there is some cases where it is true. Yeah, it's hard to say though. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Can we get into <sighs> Alexander Hamilton. Wait. Or no. I feel like I had another thought about reels. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh. Just, I just. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say. I feel like all the people who are like complaining about the reels right now, I I guarantee you like ten years from now they're all gonna be working for Meta. You know what I mean? Oh, like really? I know for real, because all the people who like care about this like dorky shit, like are are <laughs> like true. are like college educated liberals who live in like the city who are the type of people that eventually go make six six figures working for Meta. That's so funny. like I'm I'm I mean that's how it works. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll be there soon, probably. Be, you know what I mean? The real money is not bad. Med, Meta's listening to this right now, like, oh, we need them on our team because they're, they're, uh, they're, they're a threat to us, and we just buy, we just pay, <laughs> just buy we, them out. We just buy them out, exactly. All right, <laughs> now, my name is Alexander Hamilton. All right, let's talk. All right, let's see. That what was time. so awesome. Thank Holy you. Shit. Yeah, I will say so. Sophie, last episode was like. I have a confession. About a year ago, I watched it and Why I liked it because voice? because we watched it now and you literally like there was one song in the middle of the musical where it was like a really fast, really complex rap and you literally rapped along every single word. It was like and like Sophie satisfied. Okay, if like anyone knows that song, it's like a good song. It's literally easy. It's easy to learn the words to a song. It's not that bad. Okay. It was a really fast, hard, complex rap song, and Sophie knew every single word and rapped to it perfectly. And I'm like, you did not just watch this one time a year ago and like that. You freaking, <laughs> you loved okay, it. Okay, okay. So here's okay, here's a here's a drama on here. Okay, you're right. Well, okay. I've seen Hamilton on Disney Plus twice. I've never seen it in real life. I watched Hamilton for the first time about a year ago. That is true. So very late to the party, and I thought. Wow, it's kind of a good song. Um, it's embarrassing and cringe because I, you know, I love history, um, and I, I do like musicals. And how could you not like musicals? I, I love musicals. I love Les Misérables. I love Les Misérables, which is basically Hamilton, but like a traditional musical, and it's French. It's about the French Revolution instead of the American Revolution. Yes. And I love Les Mis. 
I I love Wicked. I love West Side Story. I love I love those musicals because I I love performance and I I love the idea of like complete like the idea of like quote unquote in my situation like devoting myself to the bit to like playing a character is really like attractive and cool to me. So like to see people like do that is awesome and the fact that they can sing is great which i never i can't sing so sophie's an artist who just appreciates other artists <laughs> frankly that's really literally Thank what it you. is that's how i feel too, i like i like i wish i could sing like that i wish i could perform like that it's and cool it's i because nice. I, I remember you know i used to do speech and i used to do acting like monologues yeah. and stuff and it's like, like loved the idea like when i got really into the performance and just like slowly devoting my yeah my like everything in me to like playing a character and yeah. like like, like embodying it felt like so liberating and cool and yeah. amazing and i just love watching it and i i love musicals i really do i'm so sorry and i know it's cringe and i'm very sorry i mean i don't like sports but i still like watching the olympics because it's fun to watch like pros yeah, be epic you know what i mean it's like the same thing yeah. except it's like cr- it's just more cringe it's just cool it's cool and cringe at the same time but hamilton hamilton is a special case I like the song Satisfied. It's a good song. It's a, f- it's a woman rapping about stuff, and it's a good song. But I don't know any of the other songs that well, except the last song. One thing that caught me off guard about Hamilton was the fact that it was literally music nonstop. I'm, you know, usually... Have you never seen a musical like that? No, I've... Um, like, Les Mis is completely sa- song. I don't think I've ever seen... It. I, I, I think the only musicals I've ever seen, there's usually, like... A decent amount of dialogue between the songs. I really like musicals that are just continuous music. I liked it a lot too. I feel like it's better that way because, like, yes. Like, I'm I, gonna, can I make you watch Les Mis at some point? Yes. Okay. Another thing I also wanted to say about Hamilton was that, like, first time watching it, we only got halfway through. Maybe we'll finish it. Maybe we won't. We should try to finish it. You should. I mean, I've seen it all, but you should finish it. I want to. Okay. I want you to. I want to get your full thoughts. I mean, this is only. You're only seeing half of it. You're right, I, mean, I know. Can't, it's hard to develop a full I know. opinion on something you've only seen half Folks, of it. Folks, we were tired. I was tired. But anyways, yeah. we'll, we'll no, finish okay, it we'll for the next I, episode. We'll it's, for nice, next. It's, nice, it's a nice thing to like review the first but, part. Okay, and then, you know. all right. Yeah, so first first impression of the first half. The music was pretty damn good. Uh, I There were actually times where I got like some chills because it frankly like... Ooh, what part? Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, who's the who's the who's the rival of Alexander? Hamilton? Oh, Aaron Burr. Yeah, I feel like Aaron Burr had like a rap song where the beat was just like really yeah, interesting, ew. and it just kind of like really satisfied me. And that song kind of like slowly kind of built up and crescendoed. Every it just to me. I mean, as a musician, I appreciate good music. I yeah. appreciate good acting. I mean, there's no denying that it's like good music. Yeah. But I'm sure we. We both came to the uh, uh, interesting, uh, not interesting, everyone came to this conclusion. Lin-Manuel Miranda sucks. Lin-Manuel Miranda, I kind of like the fact that he's it's like... It's so bad that it's like funny. Yeah, it's funny to me. Like, I feel like it's kind of charming that like, yeah, the, that's like true. the entire, what I've seen so far, the, the entirety of Hamilton is like how, like... There's like 50 songs all about how everyone loves uh, how Alex. Epic he is. How amazing. Like they don't actually tell you anything about why he's great. They just tell you that he is great. He's charismatic. He's like handsome, smart, hardworking. He's like an immigrant who like ready progressed. to sacrifice his life to save the country, just like, like an amazing hero. Sexy, cool, yeah. smart. And then it's Lin-Manuel he's also, Miranda. He's, he's saying he's like like me he's yeah. never satisfied to me he sounds like he's like a midwest emo singer he's kind of sounds like oh. a like i don't know like have you ever listened whiny he's whiny he's like 
like, I will give myself to the country if I have to give the country, and I will fight if I need to fight, and I will need to fight if I need to go, and I will do what I need to do, and I will work. And it's like, okay. Oh my god, you sound just like exactly. him. That was so fun. Okay, and then, and then everyone like, listening, please tell me if you agree that he sounds just like And then like immediately Lynn. after, they'll be like, like a, like a actually like really really, talented really good looking talented charismatic person who comes and sings like we shall save the country and it's like oh my god that's so much better and then like that's going on nonstop but then like if you listen to the lyrics the it's comparison, a comparison the contrast is yeah. really funny it's like also you got to give credit where credit is due like Lynn Manuel Miranda wrote the musical he yeah. wrote all the music composed it all like yeah. he like created this like amazing piece of art yeah. Yo, no, if I if I wrote a musical that was like fantastic, I absolutely would want to play the main role. Like right. of course you that's but your that's, baby. But, yeah, right. But that's his mistake because he cannot like live up to like the epicness of the, the epicness role he wrote. that he is ri- yes. Yeah. Like he he doesn't have the vocal chops, the rapping chops. He his voice is pathetic. He he's kind of a short guy, no offense to short men. Like he doesn't have the like like char- charisma and like sex appeal and like and like perceived intelligence that he's like supposed to have yeah and he's not as good he's not a very good singer yeah he just but i've seen other performances like online he's a good singer but he's not like an amazing singer let's be real sometimes he sounds like shit like yeah yeah no 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 i guess like if you are playing the lead role of the most critically acclaimed musical of all time you better be a fucking outstanding singer and the fact that he's like a mid singer is like really funny especially so pathetic yeah yeah. so like i've seen other performances online of like an a charismatic alexander hamilton a non-lin-manuel miranda hamilton and it's great and it works and it makes sense it's like oh i get why like they're in love with him like i get why everyone wants to follow him and like wants him to be president and everything like that i get it i totally get it i i really i really like i just to me it's just really really funny just to like think about like lin-manuel miranda just being like the pathetic kid who was like bullied in high school for being a theater kid (laughs) and (laughs) just you wait just you wait yeah and then he writes this musical about how freaking awesome he is and he still kind of sucks it's pretty funny. It's a funny way to it's, interpret yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy watching it, but we can also talk about the the lib propaganda, a little bit of lib propaganda. But, I don't know, it's interesting. I feel like we should watch the second half. because to, like, get the full. Because I'm not quite sure how I feel about the politics yet. Right now, I don't have much to say about yeah. the politics. I feel like it's pretty... For my, my, my perspective is that, like, it's pretty self-aware of it being kind yeah. of, like, flying in the face, face of, like, America's racist history by replacing all these white men with, like, people of color and, like, women and stuff. But I don't know. Like, it's obviously... It's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, it's not like... You have to question it a little bit when you, you notice the, like, White House, like, starting, like, endorsing it and, like, having, like, like going to performances of Hamilton and having, like, the Hamilton cast perform at the White House. Well... I mean, not... Okay, this makes me sound like a conservative, actually, and like a conspiracy theorist, and that's not what I mean. I just mean it's interesting that like, it's like not, Democrats it's, are like endorsing this yeah. and like promoting it as well, like great, which is it is great and it's good, and I understand because it has to do with American history, etc. Like, I think that's I more know. of I a. I honestly okay, so I think it is a very Barack Obama, mm-hmm. um, like because Barack Obama's like philosophy is very much like hope. Like, Amer- like, yes, we could read America's history as one about racist 
like a racist oligopoly of white men who own slaves, or we can look at the inspirational stuff yes. and think about the immigration immigration and all yes, of the that's diversity. That's basically what the musical is doing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's it's the it's the Barack Obama interpretation <laughs> of history, which is a liberal interpretation of American history, but that's also like fine you yeah, know it's like no, it's a it's, totally fine like it's not in the bad. scheme of, in the scheme of things it's not that bad it's, I'm it's just being no, a little critical no no no, no. i'm just yeah, thinking no. out we, loud we can, we can get more i like i guess i, I want to finish the second half before i really nail down because there's still some questions i have like alexander alexander hamilton was like legit from my understanding and i know there's a lot of debate around this my understanding is that alexander hamilton was one of the more actually like conservative um founding fathers like i know that the founding fathers all had very eclectic and unique and different points of views and political beliefs and they all debated each other and it's a very complicated story uh my my perspective is that alexander hamilton was one of one of the founding fathers that was like a little bit more assertive about wanting america to be more of a country where there was like safety guards for like the elite class to not have to worry about the poor like taxing them as much and stuff so i think it's very interesting that like that Lin-Manuel Miranda chose Alexander Hamilton, who was like a slightly more conservative founding father, to be like the hero. I don't know if that was intentional or if there's... I wonder if it was like, he's he's like, hmm, I want to write a story about the founding of America, but yeah. I need to pick like a central figure whose story would work best in yeah. a musical format and who's yeah. who has like the most like interesting like narrative story that i can kind of like tailor yeah. to what i want to say yeah. and I, that's probably he probably picked alexander hamilton because of that because like there's this situation with i don't know like the women women the romance, romance and like family drama family, dying, yeah, 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 and the like, duel. like working with george washington like yeah. you know like it it's, probably it's was just him, most yeah. co- conducive yeah, to like the narrative he wanted to t- to it's probably not to that do deep. yeah exactly it's probably yeah that. that's my guess but maybe not i no, mean no, no. i haven't really read into it yeah um but no no, no i think yeah. it's, i think it's about i mean my perspective and this is such a boring take but like History is so complex that you can interpret it in a million different ways, and it's all like correct. So if there's a musical, I mean, that's the first thing you learn in like history. Yeah, school, exactly. Basically. So like, if there's a, a a musical that's like celebrating the liberal interpretation of American history, fine. You know, that's not yeah, really. It's still a cool piece it's of still, art. It's still like I feel like everyone is so depressed and like miserable about America right now that if there's like a, a feel good interpretation of American history that we can all sing and dance to. Why not? You know what I mean? Like, loosen yeah, up. I know what you mean. You know, like, like let's just loosen you up. You can enjoy pieces of art and, yeah. like, still, like, be aware and, like, critical of, yeah. like, yeah, exactly. those sort of things. And like, I, yeah, it's, it's just, it, I feel like the issue is not what's there, but what's not there, which is, I think, so far, they're under, discuss, like, they're kind of, like, sweeping under the rug, the issues with Alexander Hamilton while emphasizing the few, like, kind of cool things he said once in a while. Exactly. Yeah. But, like... I don't know. I th- I feel like maybe maybe just from my perspective, I feel like it's just kind of well known that like America sucks ass, America's founding fathers suck ass. And I feel like that's kind of part of the story is like it's kind of like almost it kind of feels like um like it's trolling conservatives by taking like this really yeah, you know what I mean? That. Like it's I like taking this cons- these conservative heroes and making them super lib. It's like it's it's kind of funny. It's just like it's it like funny, yeah. it's just fu- it's just 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 sit back and enjoy the music. We can do a Marxist critique of yeah, America yeah. I mean, without I just, like, I do, like, projecting think about, that into like, Hamilton. Like what if like children watch this? I'm like, oh, this is what American history is for. like. But not that that's like 
that's like such a stupid thing to think though because like that's just not gonna happen but yeah. like i can imagine like young kids like, like wow america's epic i mean but american but american children are already taught that though but just from conservatives so i feel like this Whatever. version of america is epic is better than the conservative yeah, you're right, version you're right, you're right. and like i also feel like frankly i feel like even if you sat down and asked obama or joe biden or nancy pelosi they would probably say yeah america history america's history is fucked up you know what i mean like i don't think it's a secret i don't think it's propaganda per se i just think like i said i think it's just literally just like for us to like have any sort of sanity you know we we've we've got to just like try to make the best of this like really messy history a little bit yeah that's a good point i think that les miserables like does a more interesting like better job of like conveying like revolution and like it, I, I guess I'm just saying that because punk revolution. Exactly. That's about. It's about the punk revolution, actually. Yeah. But um, uh, Les Mis is more is much more like I think leftist. Yeah, yeah. Than uh, this, and it's. Well, I but, feel like the French Revolution was more leftist. Oh yeah, no, no, for sure. I mean, it's. I think I find it uh, to be a better story and more interesting of a musical, but it doesn't make much sense to compare them. They're both historical, like musicals about revolution and that's sort of like where the comparisons end because like the musical genres are pretty different i mean like they're both musicals right but like hamilton is rap and like hip-hop inspired um so like i don't know if i'm comparing those things they're two different musicals i just i prefer lame is as far as like the political themes are more interesting to me yeah to me honestly a lot of hamilton believe it or not feels very like apolitical like it just feels like a story yeah, and it, yeah. like i think i think obviously it's choosing just like hear like the like yeah. the satisfying sounds of them rapping yeah yeah no, no no like it feels sh- not shakespearean but it's just like kind of fun to hear it a yeah bit. i don't know i mean obviously choosing like really a bunch of takes, people so. of color to like rap the american history um like people of color playing like washington like george washington or whatever like that's obviously like a statement and that's that's a, that's a, I think it's an I think it's a satisfying statement, but I don't think it really necessarily even intends to go much deeper than that. Then let's just reclaim our history a little bit and make it more fun. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's a that's that's a good. I think way that's to the best way it. to enjoy. Yeah. yeah, I I don't know. Like, I'm trying my best to enjoy life a little bit more. You know what I mean? I'm not. Yeah, I'm, no. I mean, I Kyle always has like a really like refreshing take on these sort of things. I appreciate it a lot. No, yeah, for sure. And I like I said, like, and it sounds like you felt the same way, like. I really, really, really appreciate committing to making the best art you possibly can yes. and executing it. And I feel like Absolutely. even if Hamilton's Critch, you can just tell these actors worked so hard to just nail their character. Like the king, King George. Yeah. I thought that Jonathan was Groff, uh, that was fantastic because yeah. he was like it was a good combination of humorous but kind of bratty but like kind of like evil. Good character he, acting like just like. In the facial expressions, the body language, yeah. and like the singing was beautiful. Like just you know really what I mean? well, like well done and yeah. fun to watch. Like it's fun to like simplify these like complicated figures into yeah. like little musical characters who like do their little dance. And, and it sing. does, and, and it feels like a very satisfying troll to take <laughs> the conservative figure of a king and make him gay, and then make him gay. Yeah, it's literally Jonathan Groth. It's literally yeah, fun. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 fun. Like I'm I'm on board with it. You know what? Call me a lib. I don't care. I'm having a good time here. Lib and revolution. and I'm literally yeah. no no. I am a leftist. Don't you call me a liberal because I'm a leftist. But I love Hamilton. <laughs> Guys, punk revolution. They need. Okay, here's my plea to all punk revolution now fans. Please, someone, 
make a parody of some sort visually musically i don't care of hamilton but with punk revolution now as kyle as alexander hamilton and then the king is anthony fantano or aaron burr is anthony fantano or something like that or no pitch no pitchfork is the king Ooh. and then aaron burr like the rival oh. is anthony fantano oh. and then kyle is um alexander hamilton Whoa. and then i'm a i'm eliza and then um that was genius i don't know who else could be in it but it could be the story of the punk revolution you know what i'm I here i am hereby declaring that in my lifetime i am going to write the punk revolution now musical oh my i God. am going to write it and i'm going to hire 50 <laughs> people to reform it but you're gonna play the lead role and i'm gonna play the lead role and i'm gonna crush it yeah exactly because i can sing better than lin-manuel miranda can rap of course and with that, that is the that is I think that's all I have to say about the first half of Hamilton. We're we're gonna watch the second half. We're gonna do it. Sorry, I just couldn't do it all in one sitting. We're gonna watch the second half. We're gonna come back to it because frankly, I'm having fun watching Hamilton. I'm having fun criticize. Crit- I didn't really criticize it. I just had critiquing it, critiquing it, like thinking about it, thinking about it, processing it. Lib Hamilton. Lib Manuel Miranda. Lib Manuel. Yo, Alexander Hamilton. I actually don't have anything to say. Anyways. Thanks for watching. And by the way, thanks so much everyone who's subscribed, who's rated this f- podcast five stars. Thank you so much. Follow Joan of Arc on Instagram. Thank follow Punk Revolution, Punk Revolution now. now. And this has been your Based News, News. Network. Network.